How's everybody doing tonight? That's really good to hear. That's really good to hear. We're live on Mutiny Radio. Woo! The free comedy hour, man. I'm excited to be here. It's a happy hour full of laughs and fun. So excited to be here. I'm your guest host, Dakota Price. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um... All right, guys, uh, we're just going to, you know, keep it going tonight. We're going to have a lot of fun. We're going to tell the jokes and do the things and, uh, you know, make the funnies. Uh, everybody give a round of applause for Pam and Mutiny Radio. Sick. Sick. That's really awesome. That's really awesome. All right, guys. Y'all ready to laugh? Y'all ready to tell jokes? Yeah. Well, too bad. Just kidding. Just kidding. Just kidding. There's comedy. All right, guys. Give it up for your first comedian. Oh, okay. Uh, Pam Benjamin. Woo! Keep your hands clapping for Dakota Price and for Scott Toe in the box running the ones and twos. He does flat black plastic and found round sound. Two great shows on the station. Look them up. Yeah, hi, yay. Hey, guys, uh, words are important. Words are political. I'm going to go as far to say words are witchcraft. That's why we call it spelling. Ah, yeah. Why can't Californians have guns? Because they're always triggered. Ah, I'm going to say terrible things tonight. You're going to be triggered. Now, I can't have a gun because I have weed in my lip gloss. So I should not own a gun. All right. Speaking of violence, time to stop Asian hate. We got to stop it. Absolutely. I had my Vietnamese friend, she called me and she said, Pam, you need to watch out. All Chinese women are snakes. Can't trust them. And I said, well, you know, I'm going to agree and disagree. Because some are snakes. But some are rabbits. And some are dragons. And some are dogs. And some are pigs. And some are roosters. And some are rats. Some are dogs. Lunar New Year coming up. Look at that. I'm progressive. Woo! No, I just know. I just, I just like astrology. I'm a real Libra. Yay! I can never make a decision for myself. Hooray! I believe in the stars. I do believe, though, that words are important, and I know this because I was shaped by my father's words as a child. 
he was very, very Republican. And every time he would introduce me, he'd say, this is our little Pammy. She's our commie pinko liberal. Now I'm a socialist, <laughs> and he's not proud of me. You did this, Dad! This is your fault! Words are super political. I asked my daddy when I was young. I said, hi, Republican daddy. Please tell me, what's the difference between Democrats and Republicans? And he said, Republicans are people with money that want to keep their money, and Democrats are people without money that want to take Republicans' money and give it to poor people. Not necessarily funny, just true. Like, <laughs> I was, <laughs> this is, that was in like 1980. Also of note, these pants are from 1988. Yes, these pants are 35 years old. They're older than almost everyone in this room. Yes, these pants are. How am I still the same size as I was in junior high? Was I a fat junior higher or am I a skinny adult? Hard to tell. Cool, oh my God, Clayton Mosley, that's exciting. We've got all kinds of people in the house tonight. That's great. Uh, what other new joke did I want to do for you? I'm sorry, I'm lifting the veil. Hi, I just got the big. Oh, I'll do that one. Thank you. You like that joke? Thank you. I'm so single. It's really rough. No, it is, and I don't know how to date. I'd have never dated. I just thought that you met guys at bars and then fucked them. That's what I thought you did, but. You kids now, you're all internet dating. And I asked a girl, what do you do? And she said, oh, you got to raise the bar. And then I asked a guy, and he's like, you got to lower the bar. And I just used to meet at the bar. I don't know what happened before the pandemic, but all y'all need a fucking survey to get laid. <laughs> I don't know why that has happened. But so I was outside of a bar the other day, oh, my God, looking for guys, and a fire truck came by. Wow! And out of it spilled 10 hot men in costume. Woo! One of them had an axe. I was like, wow. And then they ran upstairs and ran back down. Probably an opiate overdose. And I made eyes with one of the, one of the firemen. I made eyes at him. I'm like, oh, yeah. And he looked back. He smiled. And then I, I gave him a little wiggle. And he rang the bell. Ring-a-ding. We were vibing. And the only regret, you know, I so stupid. I didn't take the number of the truck. So how am I ever going to find that guy again? So my plan is to go back to the same bar at the same time next week, and I'm going to pay a questionably housed man 20 bucks to start a garbage can fire. And then, woo, woo, woo. Yeah, you see, that's my version of Tinder. <laughs> Yay, long way to go for the joke. Put your hands together, everybody, for Dakota Price, your host. Yay! Yeah, give it up again for Pam Benjamin. Woo, yeah! I love it. I love it. I love it so much. I love this guy's afro. <laughs> That's it. I just love it, you know? Uh, everybody feeling good? We're doing the whole comedy thing. We're making the laughs happen. All right, guys. I'm not going to waste your time up here. Let's give it up for your next comedian. He's in the house. Oh, oh, Ka sorry, Kavita. But it's your turn. Give it up for Kavita! Okay. So, um, okay, so one time I went on this date with this guy, and he was, uh, he, he basically was kind of like one of those Republican types, right? Like, he had, like, the asymmetrical hair, 
and it was kind of like a, like a golden retriever. It gave you the look of like, okay, I am pro-life, but would pay under the table for an abortion kind of vibe. Um, and uh, he, he basically, I should have, I should have started with something else before this <laughs> now that I think about it. But, uh, he basically, uh, was talking to me about, we both love reading. So he was talking to me about how he wanted to like empower his sister to be a feminist cause she was in college. Um, and I told him, I was like, you should read, you should recommend to her this book by Tina Fey. And, uh, he was like, no, I'd rather give her this like textbook literature, like Gloria Steinem and all of these like very like smart intellectuals who probably like she couldn't relate to so it was like so I was like yeah you're right like what would I know about feminism being a woman you know like I feel like him being an authority on feminism for his sister is like me being an authority for men on how to have gay sex you know like I'd be like the male g-spot in the mind <laughs> read pride and prejudice okay yeah, that was I, it's not going that well. <laughs> it's okay. Um, uh, I feel like people, I, I, I know I'm cute. I know I'm cute. I know I'm not hot. Okay, I know my place. Okay. And it's because a lot of people approach me. They, they're, I, I know I'm approachable. They, they, they see the round face and they're like, okay, I could go ask her for money or I could go ask her for directions or I could go compliment her um, about her ass you, you know like little things like that um which I get because I, I do have a friendly face kind of like an out like hi I'm Elmo and Elmo loves you but like, but like eventually it gets really tiring like you, you get tired of people constantly like like catcalling you or like asking you things so, so sometimes I'm just like hey I'm Elmo Elmo loves his friends Elmo's gonna push you off a train platform ha 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 you know Okay. <laughs> this is great. This is, you guys are always the worst. Um, my friend, uh, my friend is on, she's on the apps. She, she's, she's on the dating apps. She's on, she's on Bumble. Um, and uh, I, I think it's, she, she's, she matches with so many dudes, but she's so afraid of starting conversations. And I think it's because she's afraid of being rejected. And I'm, I'm like, it's not hard. Like being rejected is really not that bad. Like one time I approached this guy at a bar and was like, do you want to go home together? And he was like, no. And I wasn't like, I didn't feel inadequate. Like I wasn't like, I'm ugly. I suck. I was just like, no, 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 go just drink more. You know, get it? Okay. Okay. Um, okay. And then the last thing I'll just say is, um, no, I, I did download Bumble for fun. Okay. I am taken, you know, the story. Um, He's like, my boyfriend's like embarrassed for me right now. Um, I did download Bumble for fun and they actually sent me this notification that said for every conversation that you start, they'll donate to charity, which means that things are really bad for Bumble right now. Like this corporation that's built off of making as much money as possible is like, please start conversations. We will donate to the manatees. I just imagine like some exec being like, yeah, so remember when women said that they like wanted to have conversations in their own hands and like have that power? Um, they were lying. <laughs> you know? It's like the WNBA all over again. Okay. All right, that's all I have for you guys. <laughs> Thank you.
She said uh, the, the male G-spot. Uh, I just want everybody to know, mine's in my ass. Anyway, guys, speaking of uh, weird things in my ass, your next comedian, I, I, I love this guy a lot. He's very funny. Uh, welcome to the stage, Mark Neuer! Hello. How you doing? Woo! We love yourselves. Yes. Those dick pics or is that bum? But what are you doing? Okay. Just want to make sure we're all on the same page. Okay, good. Uh, I keep Blue Chew with me everywhere I go um, because I'm a gentleman. Like if you're going to buy me drinks all night and you're going to take me back to your place, I should be able to have dick for you nice thing to do it's the right thing to do is it not the right thing to do it's not we're not in agreement here okay that's fine you guys are all eating fucking what thc little capsules and cbd tablets and anti-anxiety medication not me i take blue chew that's what i do i don't do edibles i do blue chew i stay fucking bricked up I'm very athletic, if you couldn't tell. Very, very athletic. Jerking off was a sport. I'd be an Olympian. Like a gold medalist. Like, I mean, like top class, top tier athlete. No, I mean, I'm serious. I swear, it's very serious. Practice all the time in the gym, getting swole, pumping iron. Uh, I'm a fat fuck. Uh, I know I'm a fat fuck. I think the most athletic thing about me is this button right here. You see this one right here? That's the most athletic thing. It's probably the hardest working thing in comedy right now is this button. I'm a fat fuck. I know I'm a fat fuck because I get absolutely stoked of the new flavors of Tums. Absolutely jazzed of the new flavors of Tums. Did you guys know the new water, chewable watermelon Tums are coming out? Did you know that? You knew that? You heard my set a million times? You know that? They are. Did you know that? You, didn't. you know who did know that? Me. I fucking did. Does this make me look like a penguin? Little flap? Like a little wing? Yeah. I get so excited with the new, uh, <laughs> the new flavors of Tums. I'll sit outside of Walgreens on 9th and Market right there for three days in advance. Just with a, with a hot plate and a tent just blending in. You know what I mean? Have you been down there? 
I'm just like in, I'm in the camouflage of the reality of Ninth and Market. I feel like if your girlfriend isn't uh, farting in front of you, she's definitely cheating on you. It's with me. We're just fucking and farting. Farting and fucking. Watching Friends on Netflix. Okay. Well, I'm going to kill myself. Thank you, guys. No, Mark, don't do it. Don't do it, Mark. No. You know, you know, it's so crazy. Like, you know, I'm getting older when I would so much rather receive the new watermelon Tums than ecstasy. Like, if someone was right, if someone had, like, offered it to me right now, was like, do you want this awesome MDMA or this watermelon Tums? Pam from the bathroom says Tums, and you're damn fucking, sh you're damn right. I'll, I'll take the watermelon Tums, because I have uh, acid reflux. Uh, this next comedian, quite hilarious. We're going to keep it going. We're going to keep it rolling. Josh Katsky. Thank you very much. Dressed all fancy tonight and feeling good. Hope you guys are doing good. Uh, I just got off a call with a buddy of mine who is battling a crippling addiction to pornography. Uh, but we talked about it for a while, and it sounded like he was beating it. So that is the last FaceTime I accept from him. You know? uh, I feel like I'm getting stupider. Uh, which is a shame because my family's smart. Like, my great-grandfather was a genius. Uh, I learned that when he was in World War II, he was a radar operator. And while manning his station, he would play mental chess. So no board, no pieces. His colleagues would just tell him their moves, and he would remember everything. And today, I thought I lost my phone, so I called my phone from my phone. And then I rejected the call. I was like, I'm busy here. I, I need to find this thing. It really is impressive, though. He told me before he passed away, my great-grandfather told me that he played a game of mental chess every single day that he was stationed at Pearl Harbor. Looking back, probably should have focused on the radar. Oh, but hindsight's 2020. But, you know, I just like, I like to raise a toast to him sometimes. So imagine you have alcohol. Raise a beer, vodka, tequila, whatever you have. There's no kamikazes. It's too soon for that. I'm a, I'm a big Star Wars fan. I used to think it would be awesome if the Force was real until I realized that the Jedi are really just a religious cult with superpowers, which would be terrifying in San Francisco. Imagine you get onto BART, a man in a robe approaches you. You will buy tickets to Shen Yun. No, I love all that superhero stuff and documentaries. Love documentaries. Uh, I just saw this great Netflix documentary about the emotional state of birds. I learned that when a duck gets really sad, it'll start to pluck off all of its feathers. And the ones that get really depressed will go to Chinatown and hang themselves. <laughs> saw this other great one uh, about this addiction study uh, where the scientists put a rat in a cage with two buttons. Pressing the first button would dispense cocaine, and pressing the second button would dispense an Oreo cookie. Now the scientists were trying to find which of the two substances is most addicting, 
But what they actually found is the world's luckiest rat. All right. I don't, uh, I don't partake in the hard stuff myself. I have no, I'm nothing against people who do. I've just seen what drugs can do to people. Like my best friend once sucked a dude's dick in a parking garage for 45 minutes just for some cocaine. And honestly, for all that effort, I really should have given them more than a key bump. <laughs> yeah, no, he earned it, you know? Uh, uh, my, uh, my girlfriend's getting sick of hearing all of these jokes a million times, like to the point where I had to ask her if she was gonna break up with me. She's like, Josh, breaking up with you is the last thing I want. So it's on her list. Uh, she just has some chores she has to do first, you know? You gotta do the laundry and the dishes before you can take out the trash. Uh, I hope she doesn't break up with me though because I love her and because I can't afford my marina apartment without her. And mostly because I don't wanna have to be single again. I don't know how to flirt. Like, here's how bad I am at flirting. In college, I was in a fraternity. Every week we'd have parties. Every week I'd hit on women. Every week I'd get rejected. End of my senior year, this girl comes up to me. She's like, Josh, thank you so much for having us. It's, it's just so nice to be somewhere where the guys aren't all just trying to sleep with us. I'm so bad at flirting, I accidentally create a safe space for women. All right, last one. If you guys are gonna go out drinking tonight, just a little piece of advice. Just remember, you know, the, the poems to help you have a good night. Beer before liquor, never been sicker. Liquor before beer, you're in the clear. Liquor before liquor, uh, blackout even quicker. Liquor before coke, your dong's gonna choke. Liquor before heroin, I'll let you know. We're gonna work on that one tonight. All right, have a good one, everyone. Thank you very much for your time. Yeah, liquor, I barely know her. Ah, don't you love it? Don't you love these jokes? Jesus is staring at me. Hey, buddy. All right, guys, we're just uh, up here telling the jokes, doing the funnies. Josh was amazing. Love him. Love him. Love him. Those jokes are so, so cute. I love you so much, dude. You make me giggle. Like, you make me giggle in, like, a weird way. All right. <laughs> Does that make you uncomfortable, Josh? Good. All right. To bring it to the stage, your next comedian, uh, Jack Weiler. What's up, guys? Uh, I'm Jack. I'm uh, 22 years old, so uh, I'm supposed to be like a man now, uh, but instead God was like, best I can do is Disney Channel older brother. Um, yeah, I kind of feel like a man inside of a younger boy's body, uh, like Kevin Spacey. Um, yeah, I was actually watching Fred Claus the other day, which has Kevin Spacey in it, and I just thought he was such a good actor in that movie because... You know, his character hates being in the North Pole, but Kevin Spacey, the person, would probably love being in the North Pole. I mean, elves are basically kids. Okay, that was, that was, that was a reach. Um, yeah, I'm kind of at the point now where, like, I get really excited to go to Trader Joe's, uh, but I still get really fucking scared when my mom leaves to go get the JoJo's. Like, she'll leave and I'll be like, no, mom, where are you? 
I was really hoping to use your card at the checkout. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I'm uh I'm from Boston, uh, which basically just means I grew up around only Irish Americans, uh, because the only thing more Irish than Boston is famine. <laughs> okay, good. I, I that one split jokes when I tried it the first two times I did it. Um. <laughs> I'm uh, I'm on SSRIs. Anyone else on SSRIs? Woo! Yeah, you in the back. Uh, do you also get just the worst shits of your life on SSRIs? Yeah, you do. Yeah, it's like, hey, you know, at least they say the best thing for someone with mental illness is to go through it with someone else. So, I'm glad we can have diarrhea together. Um, <laughs> yeah, I uh, I've been doing a lot of online dating this year, um, which has been really weird because you know I've been shooting out my how you doings, and this one girl she just goes. Yeah, the uh, the pandemic has been really terrible for me because I have cystic fibrosis. Uh, and I was like, first of all, I thought you were going to say not bad. How about you? Um, and also, I obviously had no idea what cystic fibrosis was. So, you know, I had to look it up because I had to know, is it like, damn, that sucks bad? Or is it worse? And I have to be more empathetic and be like, damn, that sucks. I'm sorry. Um yeah, uh, I also, I did not go on a date with that girl, but I did go on a date with this other girl, and on the date, unprompted, she just goes, yeah, I mean, I've just been hot my whole life. And so then at the end of the date, I was like, you know, this would actually be a check that I would pay for uh, if I was uglier. Oh, actually, I fucked that joke up, because... <laughs> Because there's a uh, there's a setup earlier on a longer set where there's a callback, but saying it now sounds like shit. Um, yeah, I uh, I've had these weird nightmares lately uh, where I wake up and I open up TMZ and it's like Ann Coulter pregnant with Drake's baby. Um, and I honestly think that Drake might sleep with Ann Coulter just so he could go on a talk show and be like, you know, Anderson Cooper, love is patient. Love is kind, but love can be racist all the time. I think Drake would say something corny like that. Um, yeah, I think that's all I'm going to do today. I got the light. Thanks. Yeah, Jack Weiler, everybody. Woo! Man. When I'm at the grocery store with my mom and I'm looking around for my mom, I'm like, where is she? And I'm like, oh, wait, she died. <laughs> Still use her card, though. No, I'm just kidding. Just kidding. Just kidding. This next comedian, uh, you know, I'm from Texas, so no matter how I say his name, I'm going to sound racist. Anurag uh, Papalu. Yay. I uh, I find it ironic that you can hang up on the suicide hotline. Just don't think it's appropriate. I don't know. I was, uh, my friend moved into this new apartment in the Tenderloin. Uh, it's a real piece of shit. And uh, when I was outside, I stepped in a real piece of shit. And uh, so I was inside, I was talking to him, and I had to be honest with him. I was like, this place really sucks. Like, why do you even live here? And uh, he was like, you know, they're, they're, renovi they're renovating it. They're trying to make it look more attractive and nice. Uh, and he said something that was kind of weird. He was like, they're kinda, it's kind of like putting lipstick on a pig. And I was like, that's 
it's not exactly the same thing because when you renovate a building, you're going to make it more attractive because you're trying to sell it to people, which makes sense. But if you put lipstick on a pig, it kind of makes me feel like you're going to try to fuck that pig. I don't think that's okay. I, I don't care how much lipstick you put on that pig. I don't think it's okay to fuck pigs. It's time someone took a stand and was brave. Anyway, uh, <laughs> I was in the park, and I saw this old man yelling at a tree. Like, this, this is a tree right here. He's just, he's just yelling at it like, you're a piece of shit. I should have never married you. He's just, like, yelling at this tree. He's, he's going crazy on this tree. And I have nothing to do with my life, so I'm just watching him yell at this tree while sitting on the bench. And uh, he, uh, he, he's yelling at this tree for like 10 minutes, and then he uh, eventually he stops yelling. He stares at the tree, spits at the tree, and he walks away. And at the exact same moment, a really short woman walks out from behind the tree with spit on her face. And... It finally occurred to me, I never thought that he could have been yelling at a real person. Like, the entire time I just saw a guy yelling at a tree, and I was like, this is exactly what's going on here. That's, this is San Francisco. I just watched domestic abuse for like 10 minutes, and just fucking sitting on a park bench, just eating kettle chips and shit. I don't know. This is going well. Uh, let's try this. I was watching a, uh, I was watching, like, like, my little cousin was being fed peas and carrots with a spoon, and my aunt was, like, doing that thing where you pretend that the spoon is an airplane. Like, she was going, like, ew, here comes the plane, ew, and feeding her peas and carrots. Uh, and I was like, oh, this is pretty adorable. This is pretty adorable. From our perspective, you know. From the peas and carrots perspective, this is pretty much 9-11. Like, this is, this is Pearl Harbor, World War One and Two. Is and also it's a weird thing to do from a parenting perspective because everybody knows that babies hate the taste of peas. They hate the taste of carrots. But you know what they find tasty? Fucking airplanes. Yeah. That's yum. Alright, I'll finish up with this. Uh one of my friends got into uh he, he's trying to become an author and uh <clears throat> he texts me every day. He's like, The pen is mightier than the sword. The pen is mightier than the sword. And so one day, I stabbed him. He never texted back for some reason. So I think he was wrong. Anyway, that was my time. Thank you very much. Have a good night. One more time for Mr. Popolo. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. All right, guys, I'm just going to keep it rolling tonight. Just keep it rolling smooth, all right, here on Mutiny Radio. Uh, guys, your next comedian, quite excellent. I actually had the pleasure of seeing him host at the Punchline my first week here in San Francisco. Uh, it'll be uh, Ian Levy! Woo! Hear the new jokes. I, uh, this is really a joke. I had this happen earlier today. I was on a, a train, and uh, there was this dad and his son uh, off the train, and they were waving as the th together. They were waving as the train went by, uh, and I so I waved back, and just as I started waving back, the kids stopped waving, 
Uh, so is it just me and an adult man just waving at each other as I'm going by? Uh, is the most intimacy I've experienced in years. So it was very good. Okay, that was good. Uh, people often ask me if I'm in a cafe to watch their laptop. They like going to the bathroom, um, and I don't. I, I'm always like, yeah, sure, I'll, I'll do that. Uh, but if someone else came up and said, hey, can I steal this laptop? I'd be like, yeah, sure. I don't care. I don't. What, 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 you know, this is a complete. How far am I supposed to go to protect their laptop? I don't know. I'm not gonna get involved. Put my life on the line. I don't know. I'm um I'm not what you would call a free spirit. I used to think I had a free spirit and I liked free spirits, but then I, my friends have actual free spirits, and I'm like, uh, like, uh, my my friends will be like, ooh, let's go skinny dipping in the moonlight, and I'm like, I don't have a free spirit. Okay, I'm not that kind of. I'm more someone who likes free samples. That's more my level of, you know, if you got a farmer's market where they have the honey and those little tubes, you guys know what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah, I'm all about that. Yeah, that's more my level of excitement in my life. Like I was hanging out with a, a, a friend of mine at a bar, and she really is a free spirit. She's got a tattoo of a horse and everything. It's a whole, you know, it's very natural. And uh, the bartender, uh, you know, we're, we're talking and I'm, I'm, you know, keeping the conversation live, telling her about my favorite TV show, 30 Rock, which she's never seen. So it's very exciting. Uh, and then the bartender came up uh, and invited both of us to join him in the bathroom uh, for uh, cocaine. He was trying to get us to do. I said no, because it upsets my stomach. But, uh, you know, I was like, oh, no, thank you. I can't. Also, it just bums me out generally. You know, my friends will do it. And they'll be like, we should start a business. And I'm like, in this economy, you know, and so it's not, I'm not a fun party person. But and also that's a pro tip, trip to you. If if anyone ever invites you to join them in the bathroom, it's always cocaine. They're never like, "Ooh, I have like some free samples or anything." It's like, no, there's a charcuterie board in there for you. So no, that's not how it works. But she came back um, and uh, she was talking to me again, and she was like, "I really wish we could see this TV show, Thirty Rock, you're telling me about." And I was like, yeah, well, you know, she's like, uh, uh, there's nowhere, you know, there's no TVs in this bar or anything, nothing we could do. And she said, well, here's the thing. I have a place we could watch it. Uh, the, the bartender said he has a TV. He lives upstairs in his room and we can go up there and watch 30 Rock. And I said, uh, did he mention me coming? And she was like, I'm sure he'll be fine. Uh, and, and so this, I wish I was making this up. This is true. So we walk outside the bar where the bartender is waiting for us. And boy, howdy, does he seem surprised that I'm there. He clearly was not expecting me and we get up to his room we, we still go through with it because i think he invited her in a friendly way so he can't be like oh no it wasn't you know you know he's still trying to play it cool so he brings both of us up to his bedroom and it really it's the smallest fucking bedroom i've ever seen it's maybe a bit bigger than this stage honestly with a little door for a bathroom and uh, and it's real. there's nowhere to there's just a bed that's all a bed and a massive tv on the wall uh, and so uh, the guy, the bartender and my friend get on the bed and then I also get on the bed, you know, because where am I going to sit? You know, so I get on the bed and we put on 30 Rock and I got to be honest, they're not really watching. 30, they're just talking amongst themselves. I'm like, do you guys even want to watch? This is a great show. Are you? You guys are crazy. And then the guy, uh, he leans in and tries to kiss me. Of all people, I was like, "What? Yeah," and I did what any of us. I put up my hand and went, "No," and then like that. I was like, "I was like, oh no," and then uh, and he pulled back and he was like, "Oh no, bro, I'm just joking," um, which I feel like that wasn't a joke. I feel like I gotta be honest. I'm pretty familiar with a lot of jokes, and I've never heard the one where you lure someone back to your place and try to kiss them. Okay, you know that's the. I'm a professional comedian, and I don't think I can make that joke work with any of you here after the show. I'll take you back and be like, "Hey, this is part of the show. It's okay," you know. It's, no, that's not gonna. So, but it was just, and, and you know, I honestly, I gotta say, the guy, 
I wasn't into it, but I gotta I gotta respect him because he didn't want me there, you know. And I, I think he 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 was just trying to make it happen, you know. He was still down with me, and so you know he took he saw me an unemployed thirty year old comedian, you know, piece of shit, and he tried to make lemonade, and that that is a free spirit right there. Okay, there we go. Okay, guys, that's my time. Yay. <laughs> God, I love that, man. That reminds me of some some of the, the times back in the day when I used to do methamphetamines. Yeah. I am uh, seven years sober off methamphetamines. Yeah. Smoke hella weed, though. We call that California sober. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Just me and 16 dudes sitting on a bed smoking meth. Ah, our teeth are falling out. Anyway, JK. Um... <laughs> This next comedian, I love him. Possibly, possibly the funniest Armenian I've ever met in my life. Give it up for Arteezy! Hello, everybody. Damn, you got a nice haircut. Real nice and clean fade. He said you too. Fucked up, man. Speaking of that, I'm actually the only bold person in my family. That's not the funny part, Dakota. I'm the only bold person in my family, so there was nobody there to teach me shit, like how to shave your head, that you're supposed to wear sunscreen on top of your head, or that skinheads is not a support group for bold men. What the fuck? A little bit about me, I am Armenian. I was born in Armenia, grew up in Russia, and then I moved to San Francisco when I was 12. When I moved here, it was May, so I had the summer to learn as much English as I can before school started. So I was determined, right? And the advice that I got was to watch a ton of TV, because you hear people talk English on TV and you start picking up on the language. So I did all summer long. I was watching TV, and it was weird because I was starting to understand what people were saying on TV, but in real life, I didn't understand anybody. Turns out I spent the entire summer watching Telemundo. Ay, Dios mío, todo el verano vi telenovelas. Didn't learn any English. I was just kind of flipping through the channels. I saw those hot weather girls. I was like, no, mama's way. This is the channel for me. He's nodding. You know what I'm talking about. It's hard being an immigrant um, because you come to this country, right? You don't know the language, whole new language, completely different culture. Everything is just so different, right? And a lot of immigrants relate to this. They go through similar hardships. But I have this friend that always wants to relate to me on being an immigrant. He always wants to remind me that he's also an immigrant. And it pisses me off because he's from Toronto, Canada. This shit is not the same. Like three years ago, I was hella stressed because my country was at war. We we're fighting a war. And three years ago, Toronto, Canada was fighting the Golden State Warriors for an NBA championship. Not quite the same. But I'm kind of fucked up. I grew up in Russia, right, so I kind of think like a Russian. As I look at Canada, I just think to myself, how come U.S. hasn't invaded them yet? <laughs> Collapse right there. You're just as fucked up as me, sir. Just with better hair. I'm kidding, though. I really want the war between Russia and Ukraine to come to an end, which got me thinking, right, when they're finally ready to sit down and negotiate for peace, who's going to be the third party that they can both trust that's going to help them with the negotiations, right? Like, it can't be the U.S. U.S. has been supporting Ukraine. 
I think it should be Adidas. Because nothing unites Russians and Ukrainians more than their love for Adidas tracksuits. Thank you. Um, you know what's weird being Armenian? Because in Russia where I grew up, Armenians are not considered white like Russians are. We're considered brown and we face discrimination. But when I came to the US, I was told that I'm white. I felt like an athlete getting traded to the winning team. Felt like Christian McCaffrey. And after years of facing discrimination and feeling it, I was so excited to finally find out what do we feel like to discriminate others. <laughs> Only Dakota laughed at that. <laughs> Go back to Texas, motherfucker. All right, that's my time. Thank you, everybody. God, I love RTZ. Yeah, guys, it's just so much fun getting to do this. I love that. Um, does anybody remember uh, at the beginning of the, the Ukraine versus Russian war when uh, people were on TikTok just like, this is how you hotwire a tank? No? No, uh, that shit was really happening. They were like, this is a how-to instruction video on how to hotwire and uh, operate a Russian tank after you've taken it over. Dude. Hell yeah, guys. All right, we're going to give it up a big extra hell yeah round of applause for this next comedian. Who needs Shakur? I'm proud of you. You got my name right. Um, my name is Hunaid. Um, I'm half Filipino. Not really, but I thought I was Filipino half my life right until I hit puberty, and then I was like, this is too much hair. This is the wrong race. I was at a doctor's appointment for a surgery consultation, and he was just like, you're pretty hairy. I was like, this isn't a medical. That's not medical. And then he said, yeah, you, you are. And I was like, what does this have to do with LASIK, dog? Um, my brother's really into dieting recently. Like, it's part of his New Year's resolution. He likes to diet. And he loves it so much that every three months, he'll go off the diet, get fat again, and then start dieting again. That's how much he loves dieting. Um, I like to think if I was born in the 1900s, I would be like very anti-colonization. Like I'd be in South Asia fighting the British. But then I realized I don't even say my country's name right. I say Pakistan instead of Pakistan so that white people don't feel uncomfortable or feel wrong. You know, that's like having a bunch of short friends and then slouching so that you don't feel too big. Like I do that too. That's like, not coming during sex just so my girlfriend doesn't feel alone. Um, I've been filling out job applications, um, and it's weird the questions they ask because they feel like it's like a bit of a dating survey. Like it'd be really interesting to see this kind of stuff asked on The Bachelor. Like The Bachelor would just be like, "Are you within a commutable distance? Do you have a visa? You know, are you disabled?" These uh, would be good. I think it would be better if the bachelor was also Muslim because then he could have like seven winners, you know, be more equitable. Um, and then I also hate the application process or like the interview process because I'm there. The interviewer is not interested. I'm nervous and sweating and I haven't even started jerking off yet. So that's just a bad, dirty joke. Sorry. Um, I've been getting into astrology. Uh, mainly because I realize it's a good way 
to engage in fights. Like, I'll get into a fight with a friend, and I'll just be like, this is your fire sign getting you too emotional about this conversation. And then it, it's weird, though, when it gets flipped on you, because my girlfriend would be like, I knew you weren't, you never pay attention because you're a Pisces, and they say they're emotionally disconnected, and then I say, I'm sorry, what did you say? <laughs> okay, that's a good one. All right, I'll keep that one. <laughs> I'll keep that one. Um, do I have anything else I'm working on? No, I think that's it. I'll give time back to the room. Thank you. Oh yeah, get it, yeah, all right, wasn't that fun everybody, yeah, all right, sorry, I was just getting really into it, like, I, imagine I was on like one of those 70s discos, like, yeah, y'all can't see me, on, but anyway, anyway, uh, this next comedian, uh, I've had the pleasure to see at the Punchline and other places all around San Francisco in the Bay Area. Uh, a good friend of mine, as well as a hilarious comedian. Everybody, welcome Sean Darum! Uh, I've been dating a little person recently. I think that's the politically correct term, right? Or uh, Filipinos. Actually, technically, based on our, heist our height difference, we are in a long-distance relationship. All right. I got a lot of new shit to work out, so I'll see how much time I have. Um, I wish my dog understood what I was doing here. He has, like, no sense of humor. Yeah, I did learn how rats do. That rats can laugh if uh, you tickle them. How do I know, you ask? Mind your business, I reply. What I do at PetSmart at 3 a.m. is between me, God, and those poor defenseless animals. Um, no, but rats seriously do laugh. Like, I looked this up for this joke, and uh, they even have their own humor. I'm not too big of a fan of it. It's kind of cheesy. That's a, I hate that joke. Um, but uh, I did go to a rat comedy club. You guys might not have heard of it. It's a hole in the wall. All right. <laughs> I honestly hate, I hate telling puns so much. Um, I don't get why rats get a lot of hate, though, because I kind of relate to them. Like, I, too, will only be seen out at night gathering food. Okay. I, too, panic when someone is headed towards me. I, too, am covered in fleas and ticks. All right, I'll think about keeping that one. I don't know. Um, I'm, I'm from Northern California, and I was actually born in, like, the traditional Northern California way. My father came into some bong water and then my dad or my mom took a rip straight into her vagina all right still working that one out um 
I, w I was born in January, which happens to be nine months after April. So my parents were either having a pretty wild 420 or my father had a severe lapse in judgment during April Fools. Uh, I, back to my dog. I do have a rescue dog, which uh, people applaud for some reason. It's kind of weird to me because I'm not the one who rescued him. I just picked him up. Because it kind of is like if I went grocery shopping but took credit for all the work to get the supplies, you know. It's like someone asked me, I was like, oh, what'd you get? And I was like, oh, I harvested some onions, caught some salmon. I experimented in high school. Okay, that didn't work. I'll accept that. I don't think I have time for any of these other ones. But thank you all for listening. God, isn't Sean funny? That joke where uh, uh, the, your dad came into the bong water, uh, that's so fucking funny. Because I don't know if y'all know this, there's a porn website that exists. It's called beaverbong.com, right? And it was a bong designed to be inserted into a vagina, water be poured into it, and then smoked out of. And they would have porn stars come on and have them... It, anyway, you get it. They're smoking weed out of a pussy. Ah, my grandma's listening. Yeah, my grandma just texted me. She's listening. Judging all of you. Just kidding. My grandma's awesome. Um, all right, guys. Give a big round of applause and a big warm welcome to this next comedian. Uh, Clayton Mosley. Oh, hell's everybody doing tonight? Everybody staying dry out there? Woo! Everybody's getting all wet from the rain? We've been having that fucking biblical rain out here. It's been raining for like 40 days and 40 nights. God damn, everybody's comparing this storm to hurricanes. Y'all, this is nothing like a hurricane, okay? I'm from where hurricanes are. Hurricanes come in and they wipe out the whole fucking village. They ain't nothing left. This is just a rainstorm. This is like that rain that Forrest Gump was talking about. Some that big old fat rain, rain coming down sideways, even rain come up from underneath. That we don't have to worry about Vietnam. <sighs> Shit, I should tell the joke. And my boss was telling me that he's taking Lexapro. He told me he said that it keeps him from ki killing me at work. So I'm just happy to see it suppresses your imagination, boss. I was out thrift shopping the other day over on uh, Hate Street, and I walked into one of those secondhand clothes stores. I was walking around and browsing through the store. They had a lot of cool things in there. Then I found this old Carhartt jacket, and it looked really good. And I tried it on, and it fit me real nice. And I looked at the price tag, and I was going to buy it. I fucked that up. But I was looking at the price tag because I was going to buy it. They wanted $400 for a 90s vintage Carhartt jacket, y'all. Y'all, I was just processing, when the fuck did the 90s become vintage? Because I was born in the 90s, and probably most of y'all were in here too. So I'm guessing we're vintage now. But I, they done lost their goddamn minds thinking somebody's going to pay $400 for a used Carhartt jacket, y'all. 
The only way I'm going to pay $400 for a used Carhartt jacket is if it's the used Carhartt jacket that Heath Ledger wore whenever he fucked Jake Gyllenhaal in the ass and broke back mountain. For $400, I'll go out and buy me two brand new Carhartt jackets, wear them for a few months, doing Carhartt shit in them, and then I'll turn around and sell them both for $400 to make $800. Fuck yeah. I like the haircut too, Devontae. Got that Boosie fade going on. I dig it. You don't like Lil Boosie? Fade, man. That's the Boosie fade. I like it. Don't throw me off. <laughs> I did do it to myself. Shit. Man, for $400, that jacket better come with a damn backstory of who wore it and what they did with their life. Hell, for all I know, it could have been a carpenter who was a pedophile. I want that shit rubbing off on me. Damn. And I was watching that Dahmer series on Netflix. Any of y'all watched that new Dahmer series? You did? That was a fucking intense show, wasn't it? He was killing the fuck out of some people, wasn't he? God damn. Yeah, I learned a lot of cool stuff from watching it. I actually found out that me and Jeffrey have the same birthday, y'all. Strong Gemini energy. Yeah, I just don't ever think I could be a serial killer, though, y'all. I'd probably fuck it up anyway. Yeah, I'd probably put the knockout drugs inside of a blunt I'd rolled, and then I would give it to them, let them smoke it, and then I'd probably forget about it, and I'd smoke it too. And then we'd both just be sitting there, fucked up, glued to the couch, couldn't move. He would ask me, he'd say, so what are you thinking about? I'd say, well, I think I'm going to kill you if I can ever figure out how my legs work again. Butter bone chain. Fuck y'all. I'm out of here. Hey man, where are you from? Alabama? God damn. The only reason Texas is not last in edu education, Alabama. 49. Louisiana. Oh, yeah. Louisiana. Oh my God. I was just about to say, Louisiana is the whole world's like saving grace. Like, you know, you just know that your education system is better than Louisiana's. Yeah. Yeah. Any, anybody in here ever been to Louisiana? Yeah, it's like you know the second that you drive your car like over the like the 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 state border because the roads suck ass. Like if you're asleep, you're awake now. Yeah, there's people back home laughing. They think it's funny. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. This next comedian, quite funny. I have the uh, the, the the pleasure to see him in many mics around the Bay Area, as well as I got to see his performance at the Punchline. Let's give it up for Devontre Coleman. What's up? I uh, I like going to the dentist because they give me compliments. The dentist is the only medical professional that gives you positive feedback. I hate going to my regular doctor. I went to the doctor recently. They told me I was pre-diabetic. Which didn't really move me because technically everybody without diabetes is pre-diabetic. But also, I like to get more credit for the work I'm doing. Like, I'm an up-and-coming diabetic. I'm working to become a 2023 diabetic to watch. Yeah. I'm proof that bullying works. I recently stopped wearing skinny jeans because one of the homies told me I was getting thick as fuck. I wasn't really sure if that was a compliment. But I know I didn't like that as fuck part. 
it felt excessive. Yeah, so now I gotta lose weight. I've been I've been thinking of ways I've been looking at ways to lose weight. I recently found this diet, it's called the Jurassic Diet. It's where you It's where you eat what you think the dinosaurs would eat if they were still around. I don't think it's gonna work though, because I think dinosaurs would have enjoyed Oreos. Yeah, I can learn. You can learn a lot online. I recently read this article. It helped me raise my credit score by 40 points. Yeah, it turns out all you got to do is use somebody else's social security number. Yeah, I got a bidet. Yeah, for for the longest time, I was the only one in my friend group with a bidet, which meant I was the only one in my friend's group that respected myself. But it also meant whenever they used the bidet, they would text me to ask for instructions. Yeah, so... I got everybody else a bidet. I decided to, we should all get bidets. And I made us a group chat so that we can share our bidet learnings with one another. Yeah. We call ourselves the booty hole boys. Yeah. My uncle saw that in my phone. He wasn't really too happy about it. My uncle, like, I don't know. He's just old black man. So, like, he's real weird. When I, I visited him recently. And as I was leaving, I tried to give him a hug goodbye. And he was like, bro, get off of me. San Francisco got you on that gay shit. And, like, he's not right, but he's also not wrong. I've changed a lot ever since I moved to San Francisco. I'm trying to get over toxic masculinity. Like, I'm doing well, I think. Like, I'm comfortable enough to go get a mani-pedi every few months. But I'm not comfortable enough to tell the nail tech when she's being too rough. (laughs) I don't want her to think I'm soft. Toxic masculinity is, like, fucking my life up a little bit. I, uh... It it makes friendships weird, because... Because of toxic masculinity, I can't text my friends to let them know when I got home safe. I feel like they'll just find out I'm alive the next time they see me. Oh, yeah. I like words. I like words, but I don't like words. I have a friend who loves using big, unnecessary words. And I think he does it just to, like, make fun of me. Like, thank you. He usually, he recently, uh, he recently used the word, uh, Byzantine, Byzantine, I don't even know how to say the word. Exactly. He said, he was like, he said, this is so Byzantine. And I was like, what? Exactly. Exactly. And I was like, what does that mean? No, no, no. It means complicated. And I was like, you, you could have just said complicated. He, he made, he made the whole conversation Byzantine, Byzantine, whatever. Thanks. I'm Devon Jacob. I'm going to be host. All right, everybody. Uh, we're having a great time. We're doing the comedy thing. Is Newman here? Has anybody seen Newman? No, Newman's not here? All right. Newman, are you in the building? JK. All right. I am here hosting, guest hosting for Pam Benjamin at Mutiny Radio. We got Scotto in the booth. Woo, Scotto! All right, this next comedian, she is absolutely hilarious. I've had the pleasure to get to see her quite a few times around here, around the Bay Area. Yeah, and uh, uh, good, funny, hilarious stuff. Everybody, welcome Denise Lee! Who the fuck is booing? Was it you, Devontre? That's racist. (laughs) (laughs) 
Uh, so I've been I've been trying to work on uh, my physical health, trying to get healthier, do more cardio. I learned that cardio can be any activity that raises your heart rate. So I've been panicking about life. That's what I've been doing. Uh, like every time I have an existential crisis, I'm just like, oh man, look at me working out again. I tried I tried running. Make some noise if you enjoy running for exercise. Yeah, I, I don't know why I asked this room <laughs> that. Uh, I don't like I don't like people who run. I think I'm just jealous. I hate running outside because it's basically just like a live example to the public on how quickly I give up. No, like I hate running like one block stopping and then like the person behind me passes me and we have to make eye contact as we acknowledge uh, my defeat. I feel like running is really painful. So I've been trying to find similar exercises to running that are less painful. I tried speed walking. That was also painful for my ego mostly. I feel like, I feel like speed walking should just be renamed like waddling in earnest. Uh, I don't want to run. I don't want to speed walk. I've been trying galloping like a horse. I think I like it. I think I like it. Like running a mile is torture for me, but galloping a mile is torture for everyone around me. And I like that torture. I, I don't like that people say it's weird. You know, like I get scared when I'm walking through the tenderloin, but when I'm galloping through the tenderloin, everyone's scared of me. Like I don't need pepper spray. I don't need a taser. I just need insanity. That's all I need. Uh, I got I got ghosted by my therapist yesterday. That sucked. Uh, she didn't show up to our Zoom session, didn't respond to my texts. And I was like, oh, that's one way to find out that you're insufferable. <laughs> Oh man, I like oh god, okay. All right. Huge fire. Yeah, that's more entertaining than my set for sure. <laughs> All right. Where 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 was I? Where was I even? <laughs> I hate this. <laughs> where was I? Where was I even going with this? Um oh my god, Inda Vantre is heckling me via Instagram story. <laughs> Oh, man. Like, when my therapist ghosted me, I was just like, dang, I hope she has, like, a good excuse, you know, like she died or something. That's what I wished for. Um, let's see. Is, is, is my time up? Let's just say it's up. Oh, wait. Well, okay, one more, one more. Okay. So I think, I think Asian stereotypes are, like, a really complex topic. Like, like, I get offended when people tell me things like, all Asians look the same. But I do enjoy that me and five other Asian females share one Costco ID card. It's a group of us aged 20 to 52. And when we go to Costco, we are all Tiffany Wong. Okay, when, when someone tries to question me, they're like, this doesn't look like you. I'm like, look at my face and tell me my name isn't Tiffany Wong. And they're like, we're so sorry, Miss Wong, on your way. Okay, thank you. <laughs> Denise, I am so sorry that uh, a, a fire announcement was made during your set. That was so uh, unprofessional. I was trying to <laughs> just throw some music on for a second. All right. <laughs> we are live here at Muni Radio. 
No, uh, that's crazy. I was, I was trying to be like, Brady, don't look until the set's over. <laughs> no, there's just a, there's a, there's a fire out there. Uh, we're going to pay close attention and see if we need to get out of here. And if we don't, we're just going to keep it rolling, guys. So, uh, yeah, uh, everybody pretend that there's literally not a burning building a block away. And uh, we're going to let Brady go up. And I'm going to go outside. All right, Brady, everybody, woo! Oh, my God, this is so exciting, burning down the house, right? My joke's going to get out like a house on fire. Is it too soon? I mean, it's right there. It's really going down like a house on fire. Oh, my goodness. Um, I really want to dedicate this number to um, Dakota's grandmother, who's listening right now. Uh, I recently re had this opportunity to go visit my own mother. And she's in her late 80s. It's kind of different. She's in her late 80s. And for some reason in her late 80s, she decided that she has a Norwegian accent, which she didn't have when she was my age. Now she's some of this old crone. She's like, oh, yeah, you know, you want to go there? Yeah, yeah. It's just kind of a kind of bro kind of thing. And so you hear familiar car play and behave car play. You know, you go to your thing, you know, get the, you bring your phone, and you bring it your car, and it gives you all this information, your GST. Well, I didn't know when I brought my old 80-year-old mother into my car that I now installed CST, uh, uh, wait, wait, oh, the Chrome, oh, CPS, the Chrome Positioning System. You just put it in your car and it automatically takes over everything in your car. The radio, the velocity, everything. Oh my, God. and when it announces every turn, it's amazing. It also is omniscient and, um, and, and, uh, and uh, omnipotent. Oh, it's 80 degrees, it's, it's 80 miles. Oh, it's 40, oh, you got turn left, turn left, turn, turn right. Oh my God. These are things I was thinking about. Um, <laughs> Then I wonder, like, maybe I should have done something else in my life. Maybe I should have been, maybe, maybe I should start writing plays or something. Maybe I should do something else. So I was thinking about maybe writing Little Orphan Annie. Is anybody here familiar with Little Orphan Annie? Does anyone know the plot? What's the plot? She's an orphan, but, like, she gets picked up by who? And his hot daddy boyfriend. He, they're, they're that meme of those, that, that hot couple that looks you from across the bar. Right, isn't it? Like they're totally that. They're like, "Hey, these hot guys." And so Annie's all like, in this case, Fanny's like, "I don't know. Should I? Should I really go?" Okay, well, let me see. So the show opens up with Annie with little orphan Fanny going to his first orgy. Right, he's never been to an orgy before. So it opens up with, "It's a hot cock life for us. It's a hot cock life for us." Moving on. Uh, so then it moves on. So of course, at this orgy, they run into this really, these really sexy daddy, Daddy Warbucks, right? Doesn't this make it less creepy than what really happened in the in the show? Like, what? But it makes it less creepy, isn't it? You don't stop, stop, stop thinking about like these two. I mean, really, these two old guys. I like, kind of adopted this girl and brought her home and groomed her and and her dog and. Is it, But you can relate, okay. Well, so far as I've come up, this is the final number. And it goes a little something like this. Definitely with a man coming out of the bathroom at the same time. 
And Dakota's grandma, this is for you. <clears throat> Your son will come out tomorrow. That'll be a bottom and he'll swallow. Oh my God. He'll be gay and he won't be lonely. Oh, jizz on his chin. He'll grin <clears throat> and say, Tomorrow, tomorrow, I'll bottom tomorrow. It's only a gay away. Thank you, I'm Brady. <laughs> Brady. That was Brady. Woo! Thanks for doing that wonderful song for my grandmother. Um, yeah, we're just going to try and uh, keep this rolling, guys. Uh, all right, we're going to bring on uh, Newman Shake! Yeah, what's up, guys? Very happy to be here. Um, I'm glad Hollywood is like adding more representation movies and stuff. But, like, other countries, they don't really care. Like, I was watching this Indian movie recently, and, like, the characters, they were going to go meet this guy named Juan, who was, like, a Mexican dude. But the guy who played Juan was just, like, another Indian dude in, like, a sabrera, sabrera and, like, a Mexican soccer jersey. Like, that's crazy. That'd be, like, that'd be, like, if they got, like, the new Black Panther to be, like, Brad Pitt in a do-rag, you know? Like, it'd be crazy. Um... I'm not sure I want to have kids, but if I do, I'm definitely going to leave them. But if I do leave my kids, I'm going to leave and be, like, the best person ever. Like, I'm going to, like, cure cancer, solve world hunger, get Machine Gun Kelly to retire. Like, it will be really nice. So that if my kid does ever find me and, like, gets mad at me for leaving, I can call him the selfish one, you know? Just, yeah. <laughs> Um, the, I think my boss is kind of racist, like, um, at our holiday party recently, he, I went up to him, I was like, hey man, I'll see you after the break, and he was like, Newman, I know you don't celebrate Christmas, so that's why you're not getting a break, you know, like, I expect you to come into work tomorrow, and I was like, wow, this is the most progressive racism I've ever encountered, like, this, like, he's like a reverse Bernie Sanders, you know, just really culturally aware but using that to like take away my workers rights that's crazy um there's a lot of red pill stuff going on online and you know like that's weird to me because if like you hate women so much i'm like you can fuck men like it's not like that's allowed all right my roommate just likes that shit so okay um i still listen to kanye but, like, listen to Kanye right now has, like, the same appeal to me, like, rewatching like, a mystery movie, you know? Like, I'm picking up on hits I didn't pick up on before. Like, there's, like, some real obvious ones, like, Black Skinhead. Like, that's pretty obvious. But there's, like, even, yeah, there's, like, subtler ones. Like, there's, there's New Slaves. I'm like, who does he want to be the New Slaves? You know, that's one. There's I Am a God. And, of course, like, My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. Like, that's... What is his fantasy, if you really think, you know? Damn, none of this is good. 
um i remember when like they were like i remember when like people bought dvds like there'd be like that warning at the beginning where it's like you wouldn't download a car so why would you download a movie and i was like if i could if i could download a car like i would like it would not be hard like i would definitely do that um Thank you. Uh, my favorite Christmas movie is this 2001 Tim Allen movie called Christmas with the Cranks. And if you don't know what this movie is, it's this movie where Tim Allen and his wife, they decide to go on a cruise and start celebrating Christmas. And their entire neighborhood gangs up on them and forces them to celebrate Christmas anyway. And uh, the reason my, why this is my favorite Christmas movie is because it's also my favorite horror movie. Because, like, as someone who doesn't celebrate Christmas, the idea of my entire neighborhood gang up on me and forcing me to celebrate is fucking horrifying, you know? Like, if they put Tim Allen brownface and call that movie Christmas with the cons, that would be my get out. All right, that's my time. Thank you guys for having me. Newman Shake! Dude, we're all going so hard right now for mutiny. Like, that's some mutiny radio shit. There's literally a burning building a block away, guys. But, hey, the fire department is there. It is getting contained, what it looks like. We got Brady uh, Gay investigating outside. Sean, what did you witness? Oh, cool. Uh... Yeah, let's see how long we stay live, guys. Uh, I'm just going to go down this list and see who's here. Kelly Evans. Kelly Evans is almost here. Uh, there's a burning building, so they might not. Anyway, let's keep the rolling. <laughs> uh, Jacob Sandigo. Jacob Sandigo! All right, so I've never done this, so just you know, bear with me. Uh, but that one comedian with this with the scarf, he kind of reminded me. So you know, Orphan Annie's and the Castro. When I first moved here, you know, I was still wet behind the ears. So I was thinking Castro. I'm thinking beard. I'm thinking cigars. I'm thinking red crowns. You know, I had no idea, right? So I go to this diner at 2 a.m. and this one guy says, "Hey," um, and with the quickness, he pulls out his phone. He said, "Does this uh, do anything for you? Gay porn?" I said, "No." Uh, no movement down there. He's like, okay, let me buy you some pancakes. So he buys him some pancakes. We start talking, yada, yada, right? And then, then again, he pulls up another video. Don't know how he did it. This time it's oral. It's a blowjob. And he said, does this do anything for you? And I said, no. He's like, well, so you identify as straight? I said, yes. He's like, that's fine. We can work with that. I got cops. I got paramedics. They sleep with guys all the time. They got wives and everything. They just happen to think a hole is a hole. So, you know, give it a shot. And I, I did not. Um, all right, so if you don't mind, I'll read a poem for you real quick. Three years ago today, I was smoking lace blunts with a guy named Sherlock Benadryl in a back alley in the TL. He kept singing to a woman with a makeshift BBL. Naturally, we started talking about the hit sitcom, I Love Lucy, pondering on such questions as, did Ricky really love her? Is the CIA responsible for global warming? Can cats understand Braille? Yes, San Francisco, your streets do have some stories to tell. So I'm no longer doing such things, right? Praise the Lord. Um, but it's awkward when these memories come up on my phone, and my girlfriend's like, what is this? And he's like, um, 
I'm not longer, um, it's kind of awkward, right? Um, and like, there's a lot of stuff you don't know about me, but uh, I'll be sharing this stuff with a room full of strangers. Um, I used to be a psychonaut, you know, I'd always do psychedelics. And now everybody's doing psychedelics, right? Like everybody and their mama, their tia, their tio, everybody. Um, it's, and if you have a startup, it's usually soda water and shrooms, part of the welcome package. And uh, I go to North Beach a lot, and there was this one time a guy in Patagonia tweaking on a Sunday at 2 a.m. doing hits of ketamine off his keys, right? I'm like, you good, bro? He said, yeah, just, you know, just trying to prepare for the Niners game. I'm like, I'm like bro, it's not that serious, you know? And some people don't know when to stop. Like my buddy, he quit his job, 100K, to produce a documentary why Michael Jackson was the second coming of Jesus Christ. I feel awkward with the man right here in the room looking at me, but um, proof one he gave. Thousands flocked to the Sermon on the Mount, right? Thousands flocked to MJ's, you know, uh, balcony. Sure, one gave bread, the other was holding a baby. No big deal. Proof number two, the moonwalk. Miraculous. Almost like he was gliding on water. Proof number three, he went from black to white. Just like Jesus. You see, you see him right here, right? My man was 40 days and 40 nights under the desert sun. You know, there was no glamping or wellness center like you'd get in Joshua Tree. You know he had that melanin. All right, that's all I got. (laughs) Kelly's a block away. Yeah, so... We're just going to keep on going. This next person I uh, met tonight, and uh, I think it's, this your first time to Mutiny? Yeah. Yeah, it's their, yeah, I'm talking to you. Okay, yeah. All right. It's uh, their first time to Mutiny Radio, guys. Give them a big, warm welcome. Yeah, woo! It's going to be Mark Racer! Woo! Mac? Oh, Mac? I'm so sorry, Mac! What's up, everybody? Matt Gracers, nice to meet you all. So far, I really like this host. First time I ever did an open mic night, I had this kind of a dude bro of a host. I don't fucking remember his name, but it was at this local club where I live. Um, so, you know, pretty cool. But a lot of his comedy was pretty transphobic, which I'm not a big fan of. It was like, so, cross-dressing, am I right? I'm like, what? And I'm, I'm, I was like, okay. And then he something about peanut M&M's. I don't remember, but so far, you know, this host has not been transphobic, which is pretty appreciated. Uh, I just got back from Texas, where our host is from. I went to Austin, pretty cool city. It's kind of like Little Bay Area down there. Very progressive, but surrounded by anti-Semites. Austin's a pretty cool city. I went to a punk show. It was fun. You know, I'm also kind of in the punk scene here, which is is fun. Saw saw a guy uh, do a key bump and then flip off stage, which is pretty cool. Wish that I, I could do that, uh, but I don't know how to flip. Um, we got Jesus over here. That's cool. Uh, I'm Jewish, unlike Jesus. Wait, no, just like Jesus. Turned it into something else, though. Flip it, reverse it, which is kind of, you know, on not cool of you guys to like really screw up around, you know. I'm who else is Jewish in the audience? Anyone else Jewish? Just me? Cool. Uh feeling kinda lonely out here. 
Oh, well, except you, Jesus. Sorry. Um, so we got two Jews. But a lot of, you know, Jews, there's a, lot, a very common stereotype is that Jews have really bad stomach problems. And it's true. Frankly, it's true. We, I, I'm not from around here. I'm from San Ramon. If you know where San Ramon is, sucks for you. Why would you want to know where the San Ramon is? Um, but I'm from San Ramon. I hate kind of living there. So I travel out here. And uh, I went to this cat cafe. It was pretty fun with my friends. It's my friend's birthday. And you know what? 12 out of 10 ex shitting experience. Because when you got to go, you got to go. And got a heat. it was like a heated seat. No bidet, sadly. Heated seat. You know, no bidet. But not like the shitty one-ply toilet paper that public bathrooms give out. The least two-ply. Soft, though, which was I'm not really a fan of. But, you know, it was cool good shitting experience it's 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 like I, i'm never gonna have a shitting experience like that ever again it's like a public shitting experience unless i do drastically change my bathroom which is not gonna happen anytime soon i mean we could install install a new toilet one with heated seat and a bidet should be kind of cool but unfortunately that is not gonna happen anytime soon so it's kind of like doing sex on molly as in it's never gonna be the same um, my shits will never be the same, and it's unfortunate. All right, well, that's my time. Damn, that was Matt Gracer, everybody. That was awesome. Welcome, welcome to Mutiny. I was really glad to have you. Really glad to have you here for your first time on Mutiny Radio. Guys, I think the excitement of the burning building is settling down, and so are the flames. Y'all can all rest easy. They're putting it out. Yeah. Uh, that's the only material I have right now is just talking about this burning building in the mission. feel like I'm like live action news. Fucking A. Uh, all right. We're going to give it up for your next comedian. They just made it in. Their name is Kelly Evans. Hey, what's up? Uh, I was going to try to make something clever about pronouns, but uh, I couldn't think that fast. So, you know what? Fuck it. Um, I, but on that note, I feel like uh, I moved here from Texas. And, uh, you know, so I assume San Francisco is going to be like uh, hardcore, like futuristic, progressive kind of like, you know, place to be. And it's not. It's, you know, I thought there'd be like, I don't know, non-binary homeless robots or something. I that's not the case at all. It's just shitty like everywhere else, you know? Like uh I was in an Uber the other day and we got cut off by a guy and he happened to be Chinese and then my Uber driver was like, "Chinese people can't drive, man." I was like, "That's fucked up cuz you are Chinese." So <laughs> what the fuck? Uh and then he ran into the car in front of us. So maybe he was right. I don't really know what to think about that. Um yeah, I don't know. I feel like it's not really progressive here. It's just rich. <laughs> you know, that's Sanford. It just has a lot of money. It's easy to be progressive when you're really, really wealthy. You know, have you ever tried to be polyamorous on minimum wage? That is, yeah. Hope these bitches like Burger King. That is not easy to do, man. Yeah, it's like you can have it 
you can't have it your way. You can have it like two ways and <laughs> neither of them include upsizing. So fucking deal with it. Um, and people feel like they're progressive here, but being like, a, it's too expensive to live here. That's not fucking progressive at all. Like it should be affordable. And, and I tell this to people and they're like, well, we fund the homeless. And I'm like, why are those the only two options? You can either be super rich and live in a fucking high rise with like, I don't know, some fucking robot robotic butler, you know, or you can live in the box the butler came in on the street. Like what what if you just want to be regular broke, you know, like paycheck to paycheck. I can't afford therapy, so I'm just going to be crazy broke. You know, like that's what I want to do. And it, fuck it, you know, like have you <laughs> I, I'm going to finish with this make me controversial, but, you know, like it's a lot easier to be trans when you have a lot of money. Do you know what I mean? Like. Have you ever tried, like, for the people who are trying to buy titties on layaway, that is fucking, uh, it's a challenge. And no, progressive people don't have to say shit about that, you know? Fucking, you get platinum tier titties, fucking things are great, you know? I'm just saying, you know, but if you're fucking, where's the 5K for Sheila, who needs, you know, new breasts? Anyway, that was fucking weird. Uh, I, uh, I don't know. I have a hard time trying to, like, remember to use uh, they, them, pronouns because it's it's plural and i'm stupid you know and like it took me so long just to figure out what a pronoun was in the singular and every time i try to say like they for one person i just imagine my grammar teacher punching me in the face i'm like this feels wrong i grew up in texas they hit you and uh so i i and it's not like i'm you know i don't have anything against it it's just like I can't remember your pronoun. I don't even, I don't can't remember your name. I have no idea what your fucking name is. I don't know what I'm going to call you at all. You said Roger. I was like, Roger, it's gone already. I have no fucking idea what you just said. Yeah. Um, what else? Uh, anything? Oh, yeah. Uh, sex ed was interesting in high school. Uh, I went to a, a, from the South, so it's abstinence only education, uh, which if you don't know what that means, it's just like, uh, don't have sex or Jesus will cry. That's what that is. And it doesn't work. It just it, All it leads to is several girls in our school doing anal because they thought that was a workaround. <laughs> they thought that could get around like like on a technicality. Like Jesus would just be like, <laughs> you got me. Oh, wow. All right, Stephanie. Good, good work for you. You know, you found the loophole, the poop hole loophole. All right, I'm done. Thank you very much. Have a good night. Yeah, thank you. I'm so glad you made it. That was awesome. Woo! Did you see the burning building? It's out. They they stopped it. Sick. They're so good at their jobs. All right. This next comedian, I I love this person so much. They're just adorable. I want to put them in my pocket. You know, like this next comedian fucks, if you know what I'm saying. This next comedian, let me introduce to you. It is, welcome to the stage, Fernando! I say yes you can, sir. Get your minimum wage and find two broke bitches. Yes, you can. Folks, I'm outraged. I recently learned that a bunch of crows is called a murder and not a crew. Is it my idea or the band Coldplay 
has songs kind of fire? Coldplay, songs fire. All right, breaking news. The rapper known as Little Uzi is releasing its own vaginal soap line. Soon you'll be able to buy Little Shampoozy. <laughs> folks, folks, I see a lot of people with facial hair. Denise, do you think that a man with facial hair is a beautiful man? Do you think that's attractive? Right? Yeah, yeah. Then how come I'm the only one that wants to fuck Sasquatch? Folks, I try to not make jokes about tragedy. I try to not make jokes about tragedy, like abortion, because they never come out right. I don't like to make jokes about 9-11. They never land well. That's a, that's a safe way to bomb on stage. You can bring the whole structure of the show crumbling to the ground. And ultimately, I refuse to hold you hostage of my sense of humor. So no 9-11 jokes, all right? Thank you, Dakota. I love you, baby. I'm, I'm going to make a confession. It's not going to make me look well. and Maybe I'm going to lose your favor, but I'm going to say it, Dakota. First of all, I love what you're doing, host. Great job, all right? Secondly, for the first couple of weeks, I wasn't sure if you were a man or a lady that was just hunched down. <laughs> Either way, you can get it, baby. <laughs> Folks, have you heard about the fruit company incident? Oh, the fruit company incident. The fruit company incident. Folks, it was just bananas. <laughs> I recently learned about the farmer's market. They were talking about farmer's market earlier. I recently learned about it. I didn't know it existed. I grew up out of, out of the country, hence the accent. Uh, um, so I didn't know about the farmer's market, boys. Can you imagine how much of a fool I felt for driving to the Home Depot parking lot every Sunday to get my farmers when I could have just gotten them at the farmer's market? Thank you, thank you, thank you. All right, folks. I'm going to leave you with one more joke, all right? One more joke. Do you guys know how olive oil is made? Easy process, 3,200 years old, ancient, always been the same. Different variations, but essentially, you grab the olives, crush the olives, get the juice out of it, filter it, that's your olive oil. Simple, straightforward. Now, hear me out. Baby oil. Who's squishing babies to get the oil out of them, huh? <laughs> Perhaps is made out of baby seeds? I don't know, I don't wanna know. I'm Fernando, that's been my time. Thank you, folks. Everybody listening to Mutiny Radio, that was Fernando, and uh, we're gonna fuck later. We're gonna be covered in olive oil and baby oil and all the oils. We're going to be doing all the positions 69, 96, 420, up, down, downward dog. Uh, we're going to be doing the, yeah, we're going to be doing the, the laying down, uh, the, the tired puppy. That's where you're, hit, you're hitting it from the back, laying on your side. You know what I'm saying? 
Yeah, tiny helicopter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what's really cool? You know, you know, you know what the best part about fucking a dude is? It's when uh, you're hitting it from the back and reach around. You can pretend like you're going all the way through. Ha <laughs> ha! Uh, God, my grandma's listening. I'm so sorry. No, this is my time. This is my time here at the end of the show. I'm gonna do a little seti set. Uh, there's a couple of us hanging out. There was a fire. I feel so bad for uh, the fire announcement in the middle of Denise's set. Everybody, go check out Denise Lee's Facebook and Instagram, all that. Give her some likes and love. Just represent hard out here, you know. Um, yeah, guys. Um, you know, I've been getting a lot busier recently, and uh, I smoke a lot of weed, right? And when you get busy and you smoke a lot of weed, that's it's complicated because weed makes you forget things, right? So I was smoking weed, and I was like, I need to get my life together. There's got to be something that'll help me get my life fucking together. So I pull out my phone, and I start Googling, what'll help me organize my life? And it said, have you ever tried a planner? And I was like, that's a great idea. I remember planners from school. You know, and for those of y'all listening that don't know what a planner is, a planner is when a calendar and a journal fuck make a little baby a little 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 uh little baby and uh anyway so i i smoked a blunt and i went to fucking walmart dude i was like i'm gonna get my life together i'm gonna get me a planner so i go to walmart and i get to the planner section and i'm like all right all right i need a planner and <laughs> been unst to me i i found out that planners uh start in january <laughs> you know that makes sense, right? The beginning of the year. Uh, when I was doing this, it was June. Uh, yeah, dude, I, they don't make jan uh, planners that start in June. So fucking idea failed. I'm not going to buy this fucking book, $20. I'm ripping pages out of it before I fucking even use the thing, you know? No, I ain't doing that. I was like, another idea, dude. I smoked a blunt about it, you know? I'm sitting there. I was like, what if I designed a website build your own planner you could build your own planner it could start from the, from x date to x date you know i you could even do it for like for like i would do it for like from today through like next week it'll just be a sheet of paper you fold it up put it in your pocket and i was like man what could i fucking use to help organize my life i'm looking at my phone looking at my phone i go holy shit my phone has a calendar in it, and I can, <laughs> they already built the app, dude, I was fucked, in. anyway, don't smoke weed, kids, it makes you stupid, <laughs> uh, I don't know where I was going with that joke, uh, I recently found out, uh, after, uh, I went to go sell some blood, guys, I went to go sell blood and bone marrow, woo, yeah, because we're all comedians here, we know what it's like, you know, sh the comedy's paying really well. No, uh, so I went to go, uh, you know, sell my blood, and they weighed me. They did my BMI, and uh, I found out I'm no longer morbidly obese. Woohoo! Shit, guys, I'm no longer morbidly obese. I'm just obese. Yeah, little steps, baby steps, you know. Uh. You know, they say, uh, do you know, I got really big shoes on, really big shoes. 
Fernando, what do they say about big feet? That's not true in my case. I have a really small penis. Yeah. Not even a joke. It's just true. Just kidding. No, I got my my therapist told me to like talk more positive about myself. You know, like it's a, you ever, anybody here do cognitive behavioral therapy? You guys? Hell yeah, dude. Yeah, uh, dude. Cognitive behavioral therapy helps so much, and it's really really cool, dude. Uh, and it's like where you tell your brain, "Hey, man, you're thinking wrong. Time to change the way you think." You know what I'm saying, right? No, that's just me smoking weed again, fucking puffing smoke. Yeah. <laughs> no, uh, therapy, man. They, I got prescribed Zoloft. It's an antidepressant. And I was reading through all the lists of, uh, of uh, possible side effects. And it said, possible side effects may include worsening depression. What the fuck? <laughs> Isn't this supposed to be fixing that? <laughs> An antidepressant may cause worsening depression. All right. I'm going to keep reading, though. May cause suicidal thoughts. What the fuck, dude? <laughs> all right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. May make it hard to get an erection. Jesus Christ, this fucking medication. No, I'm just kidding. So far, Zoloft's working out great for me. Zoloft's doing really well. I love Zoloft. Uh, the only side effect I got out of those is uh, the only way I can get my dick to work now is if I'm being choked. Yeah. Fernando brings the rawest sexual energy, dude. This pure sex. I love it. Uh, no, I got one last joke I want to tell. And it's a it's a true story. It's just a it's just a story. It's just a little story. Um, and, and it's about the first time I got caught smoking weed. You smoke weed? Not anymore. You smoke weed? You know it. Hell yeah. Four twenty blazing. Yeah. So I'm telling you about the first time I got caught smoking weed. How old were you the first time you got caught smoking weed? Seventeen. I was twelve. Same? Oh, nah, we got a fucking degenerate in here. Love it. No, I was 12 years old. Is this Fernando's Sprite? Nice. That was a bold move I just did. <laughs> uh, I just drank Fernando's Sprite he left on the stage. There was definitely something in that. It was cum. <laughs> no, uh, so the first time I ever got caught smoking weed, uh, my dog died. That's a horrible story, I know. I'm just going to let you all know at the very beginning the dog dies. Just so you're not later, y'all don't build up hope. So here I am, 12 years old. I was stealing weed from my mom. I found out where she kept it. She kept it in one of those old school uh, like uh, cookie containers, you know, the tins. She kept it in there with a glass pipe. And it was just already ground up. There was seeds and stems. There's a pack of orange zigzags, you know. And I had to learn how, you know, <laughs> I couldn't even, ha like, find a regular lighter. I had to get one of those barbecue lighters, you know, the long ones. So anyway, I grabbed the weed, you know, and uh, I grabbed the pipe. I take it to the bathroom. I flip the fan on. I light some incense. I'd seen her do it a million times. 
knew what was going on. Let's smoke that weed, dude. Smoke that dizzy dank, that dirt weed, that 12-year-old dirt weed. I was getting fucked up, man. I was high as shit. 12 years old, I was zooted. And then I hear... As my sister knocking at the door. Bubba! Come outside quick! Something happened to Rocky! Rocky's our dog. So here I am, stoned. I'm like, I have to jump into action! So I jump into action. I run outside. I look underneath the house, and there it was. It was a coyote. A coyote had eaten our dog. Rabid. Looked it in its eyes. It was foaming at the mouth. Anyway, freaked the fuck out. Ran inside. I called my dad, because just so y'all know, this whole time my parents weren't home, because this is a time when you could leave children home alone, you know? Anybody remember those days? Who here was left uh, home alone way younger than they should have? Everybody, yeah, we're us zillennials or whatever we are. Uh, anyway, uh, so I called my dad. He, he hates being, you know, he was working. I had to interrupt him at work to come take care of this, you know? So dad comes from work, gets his gun. Shoots the coyote. We bury, uh, we bury the dog. We feed the coyote to the co coyotes. You know, my dad goes inside to the bathroom to wash his hands. I had left the weed on the counter, fellas. So I hear Dakota, get in here. I get in there and oh shit, I've been busted. So being from the south, I got corporal punishment. I got my ass whooped. I got spankings with a belt, a leather belt, people. Whatever, I deserved it. I deserved to get my ass whooped. I was, you know, fucking up my whole life. But, you know, my, uh, my dad did the real southern dad thing, you know. He looked at me. He, and this is what he did every time after he'd whoop my ass. He'd look at me and he asked me, do you know why I just did that? Do you know why I had to whoop your ass? And I'd, he'd expect an answer. So this particular time, I, I was like, yeah, Dad, because uh, you caught me smoking weed. said, no, because you stole your mom's weed. All right, guys, thank you. That was my time. And everybody listening to Mutiny Radio, I love you. Yeah, give it up to Scotto in the booth. Yeah, we did it. This is the Mutiny Radio Happy Hour happening every Friday night, 6 p.m. on the West Coast.
the special joy these Tuesdays have given us. The fact that a lot of people who can't make it on the weekends, who can't afford the bread that the usual shows cost, and come here on Tuesday nights and hang out and listen to some of the new sounds coming on in the Bay Area. Uh, past Tuesday night people are some of the other people who are going to be playing this week. Santana started on the Tuesday here. And Power started on the Tuesday. And this is another group I think in the months and the years to come we're going to hear a lot from. Would you welcome, please, Marla. Thank you. 